Welcome to Catechesis, a digital outreach of First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange. Catechesis is Greek for teaching. That's precisely what we will do with this podcast. Take Christians back to their roots through spoken word and study. Here's your host, Pastor James Goodlett. Welcome to Catechesis, everybody, a production of Lewis and Broad Media. My name is James Goodlett. I'm one of the pastors at First Presbyterian Church in LaGrange, Georgia. This is our maiden voyage, I guess you could say, for Catechesis. It's a new podcast that we've decided to begin. Lasts about 10 minutes, and it is an introduction into the text that we will be preaching this following Sunday. So it's just, you know, a little Bible study to go, a little discussion, a little conversation about the scripture for the week. And I would invite you to join in that conversation. You can follow along with us at Lewis and Broad Media on any social media platform. We're not on TikTok quite yet, but maybe we will be. You just never know. But you can also find us at lewisandbroad.org. We'd love to hear your thoughts on these scriptures that we will be covering. So let's just dive right in, shall we? A few weeks ago, we were at a, in a local coffee shop. And somebody asked me during that conversation, James, what's up with Revelation? Can you just tell me? What's going on there? And the thing is, this person asked me the question like right at the end of our group meeting. And so I was like, dude, I can't cover Revelation in three minutes. We got to go here in a second. So I'm going to try and and at least cover a portion of it in the next eh, eight minutes. Because the scripture for the week is Revelation chapter 21 verses one through six. I'm not going to read it here. I'm going to trust that you can find it online or on your phones or, hey, go the old-fashioned way, you know? Crack open that Bible and take a look at Revelation chapter 21, verses one through six. I will say this on behalf of the person who asked the question. Revelation is mysterious. We don't necessarily hear it read or preached too terribly much, at least not in our tradition, First Presbyterian Church here. I really enjoy this this book. There's so much in it. It is so rich. And I'm not going to go into the nitty-gritty details of the book, but I am going to offer just a little introduction for a couple of ways of thinking about it. And I'm going to do that by telling you a couple stories. First, when I was in seminary back in the day, Columbia Theological Seminary. And I took a New Testament survey course. And I remember the first day of that course, after we did the whole syllabus thing, when you're completely overwhelmed with what's in front of you, all the papers, all the tests, all the stuff. And we didn't start that course reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, one of the first books of the New Testament. No, our professor started us at the very end with Revelation. And there was a reason that he did that. You see, 
revelation, when you look at it, it, it means it's a lifting of the veil. It's a disclosure of knowledge. It's, it's a way of seeing the world. And so what our professor wanted us to do was to approach Revelation and really approach his course by looking at the New Testament holistically as a, a new way of seeing the world, as an apocalypse, so to speak, an unveiling, a lens, and ask the question, well, how then does God want us to see the world? Recently, I was in another course, and our professor, a different professor, different seminary, she said to us, you know, when you're, when you're doing scholarly readings, there's a little trick to the trade. You can read the first chapter, like the introduction, and then you can read the last chapter, which is the summary, and get somewhat of a Cliff's Notes for those of you who know what Cliff's Notes are, and I think I just dated myself. Anyways, an overall idea of what the author is saying, and then the middle parts of it go into greater detail. Well, here we have Revelation, which is in, in chapter 21, which is right at the very end. And you see this language about a new heaven and a new earth, this language of creation. And then you think, wait just a second, hold up. Genesis chapter 1, the beginning of the whole Bible, is all about creation. So if my New Testament professor was right, which I think he was, and Revelation is a way of seeing the world, and if my professor from this most recent course was right, and you can get an idea of what's going on with an author when you read the beginning and you read the end, then it seems to me when you look at Genesis 1 and you look at Revelation 21 that the God in Scripture who encounters us is a God who is constantly creating. The God who creates in Genesis chapter 1 is the very same God in Revelation 21 who's creating a new heaven and a new earth. And there is this one portion of, of Revelation 21, which is really interesting. It, it, it's the first verse. It says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. I never really caught that little phrase, and the sea was no more. Like, what is that about? Like, I like going to the beach. Why can't there be any sea? What's that all about? Well, Professor Valerie Nicolette Anderson points this out about that little phrase, the sea was no more. That the mention of the absence of the sea in this new creation is meaningful. In ancient accounts of the creation of the world, the sea represents the most formidable element of creation associated with the primitive abyss that is opposed opposed to the creator. 
the sea is no more. In other words, in this new heaven and new earth, there is nothing that can be or will be in opposition to the creator, not even the sea itself. But here's the big point I want to make today about this new heaven and new earth. Something that is beyond comprehension. Look at the verb tenses in Revelation 21, 1 through 6. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, and I saw the holy city, and I heard a loud voice from the throne. And then, see, the home of God is among mortals, and he will dwell with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. See, I am making all things new. Do you see what I'm saying here? Basically, you got all the verb tenses. You got past, present, and future. Revelation all too often is interpreted as this book that is some sort of prognostication for what is to come. That there is this whole separate reality and that maybe, just maybe, we will be raptured away from this current earth, which is all bad, into something new and different and wonderful. But that is not what's here. You've got different verb tenses. You've got God has created, God is creating, and God will continue to create. And not just in some distant reality, something separate, but right here on earth. It's almost as if the writer of Revelation is saying, you know, this isn't just about the age to come. This is how God wants things to be right now. And it's the way God has always wanted to be. Which means that we people can't just resign ourselves that everything is bad here, but everything's going to be wonderful in heaven. No, everything is supposed to be good here. Revelation is a revealing of how we are to live right now. And we are supposed to live and to live well. That's what this book is about. The home of God is among mortals now. This Sunday, we will be celebrating All Saints Sunday. and We will be naming folks who have gone before us, honoring them, saying them by name. And this is the scripture for that day. But let's be clear. Revelation isn't a scripture that assigns those people to some lovely heaven, and here we are just struggling away on earth. We are supposed to live together, wiping every tear from every face, from every eye, right now. We are to continue working for that reality. So I would hope that we would treat all people as all saints. Because the very God who is with us calls us to do exactly that. That is Catechesis episode number one. Again, if you want to get in on the conversation, find us on social media, on Facebook at Lewis and Broad.
Twitter, Instagram, all the places. Catechesis, which is Greek for teaching. And look forward to having conversations with everybody. And as always, as I continuously say on our other podcast, our sister podcast, remember who and whose you are. Look forward to seeing y'all on the interwebs. Join in the conversation. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week at Catechesis. Be sure to follow along on our websites, lewisandbroad.org and fpclagrange.org. See you next week.